The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show. It's the after show, everybody. And uh, today we're talking about the cigar industry. Is it dead or alive? The things within our industry, are they dead? Are they alive? So uh, this is how I have 30 questions for (laughs) for you two. Um, Barry is not here. He is uh, on vacation again or whatever. I think at your age you're supposed to say used to. Used to. Used to. You're at the age now where you have to start adding letters to the ends of words. All right. Um, so obviously there can be in between. Is this happening that is dead or alive? But in the case of your answers, you must choose one of the two, dead or alive. That is it. And we could discuss each one as it goes along. But I do have 30 questions. This so what got- you're doing is you're setting me up for failure here because obviously I'm going to pick the wrong one. And Ed Sullivan, who is a master debater, mm-hmm. different than mm-hmm. my favorite activity. <laughs> he's a master debater, and he's going to end up whooping my ass on these. We'll see where it is. He can make the argument of, of both things. Right now, I'd say there's no argument. The cigar industry itself has been growing nationally and internationally in most cases, despite laws, taxes, everything trying to hold it back. So the cigar industry is alive and well as far as I'm concerned. But let's take the things within the cigar industry and see if they are alive or dead. So, for instance, number one, cigar tweets. People tweeting about cigars. Is that alive or dead? Absolutely 100% deceased. Dead. Dead. I mean, I do want to say you said tweeting. I think it's got more life on Instagram than it had on Twitter. So we're just talking Twitter here. Dead, dead, dead. Dead. Yeah, there's there's never been a single time... Ever. I've been doing this for 12 years, 13 years on the show. Not one time has anyone ever referenced a tweet when they're asking about a cigar. Okay. (laughs) I don't think Twitter ever was a thing in cigars. Yet, some people talk about it and have thousands of followers, but I have never heard anything either. I have a Twitter account that I barely ever use, but I go on there and look. I like to go on and see what Elon Musk is tweeting about. Yeah? Yeah, see, I use mostly Twitter for following things and getting news type things. News real quick. Yeah, I don't... don't twwat at all yeah would that be the twat would that be the word <laughs> i don't think it is i don't think well, it is. that's the past tense right twat you twatted <laughs> you, you're reading tweets and yet you twatted i don't know <laughs> it would be maybe more popular if you twatted um cigar instagram which is where you are you're saying that is a thing ed sullivan not completely dead do you have two choices Alive or dead? 
Well, you have to think in terms of, did it move the needle? Again, not a lot. It, it has happened, but not a lot of times has anyone come in and said, I saw the cigar on Instagram. I have to have I, it. I'll say alive, but it could be on life support. Is that an answer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yet, I, 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 the, the Instagram people are really, really into it and think it's alive and well. I don't think it ever was too big for our, for our industry anyway. Um, but they are strong supporters of that, unlike what I see at Twitter, that people aren't strongly supporting a Twitter right. feed. And, you know, somebody could be alive, but they're pretty worthless in terms of improving yeah. things. Twitter yeah. gets, they reward you for taking a great picture. So having a staged photo and Twitter? having your, I'm sorry, Instagram, Instagram and having your uh, filter set properly, you get the recognition in the, the form of likes and comments because you took a great picture and you staged it properly. It doesn't equate to a sale at the end. And that is the litmus test for me. I'm going to say it's dead. Okay, so we got alive and a dead when it comes there, but your live is barely alive. How about right. Facebook? Cigars and Facebook. When I was on Facebook, I was capable of moving the needle nationally. Absolutely alive. It's alive. It is alive. I want to say it's dead because I hate Facebook right. for kicking me off. But It's probably the strongest thing when it comes to social media on cigars. Not all social media, Correct. but when it comes to cigars, I would say yes. Cigar, it's on TikTok. I don't even have TikTok. Uh, I don't either. Yeah, good. You don't have the Chinese stealing all your... Uh, Correct. That's why I don't have it. All right. Yet the Chinese are into cigars. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's huge. Huge. Maybe. 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 Um, cigar YouTube. I know we have problems with YouTube, but is it alive or dead on YouTube? It's alive because it, it generates sales. You talk about a cigar on the show and you sell cigars, it's alive. But we don't know how much of that is from YouTube versus the podcast. Well, I know this. I hear people say that they watched the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or I, I play it in the shop all the time, and they'll say, oh, I saw that episode. Yeah. You were smoking this. I want one of those. No, I, I think it's still alive. All right. We're still going to go with alive with YouTube. How about influencers? I don't know that they ever were alive. So can they be dead if they were never alive? So I have a buddy, Kevin. Kevin gets paid one to $4,000 to go on podcasts and talk about brands. He is a real influencer. He has never discussed a cigar. He's smoked maybe three cigars in his life. He's huge on TikTok. He makes six figures as an influencer. What's, and what's he doing? Fashion? What's he he doing? does everything. For, you've met him before. He does coffee. He does perfumes and colognes and anything that anybody will pay him to talk about, he'll talk about it. And his TikTok, he gets like 2.2 million views a week he's a real influencer there isn't a single influencer out there for cigars that generates that kind of revenue except maybe the cigar authority and the ashholes so are we influencers i guess i hate the term but i got more i have more influence standing on the sales floor than i do on the podcast i think the people who are actually influencers don't refer to themselves as such. 
Right. When somebody tells you they're an influencer, you got to be well, suspicious. Well, I'm telling you, as all the things I am in the cigar industry, the biggest influencer is the guy working the sales floor. Correct. Period. I can do all day, all the tweets and all the <laughs> Facebook messages, all the podcasts, everything, or I can go on that floor, and the next guy that walks in, I can sell him exactly what I want, and that's it. And he never heard any of those other things before. He heard the sales pitch. He heard the story. He heard whatever, and it becomes a sale. That's the real deal. I gotta but believe how many are there? I got to believe that 3% of the cigar smoking population are capable of being influenced. It's not enough to move the needle by and large. Dead. Um, cigar online groups. And that could be anywhere online, but a group like where me and Ed Sullivan probably met. Yeah. All if you're talking, smokers. yeah, if you're talking those old school message boards, those are dead. But it, we've, we've got a group that's alive and well on MeWe. And again, you talk about moving the needle. The pictures that you see on there are the cigars that we talk about. Yeah. Again, we're dealing with a small percentage of the population here. Of Yeah, we're not just trying talking sales, though. We're talking, is this a thing? Is, is the consumer digging these online groups and this is part yeah. of their life i mean i think they're still very much alive back in the day remember cigar family and and asc and all these we're talking about the threads were so gigantic every yeah. every day and with 10 different threads of each thing couldn't even keep up with them that's how fast yeah. they were i don't see that anymore probably less of that a lot of it is here look what i'm smoking am i great yeah 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 yeah, it's, it's not the information it was before. And part of that may be that so much information is available outside of those groups Well, now, and so much right? of the information is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's beside the point. So that takes us to cigar media, live or dead, cigar media. All aspects of media, everything that's there. It's that, alive. Yeah. That, it's alive. We got to go alive. All right. Cigar blogs. Alive. How many really are there? There's a lot. Yeah? There's only a handful worth reading, but... All right. Cigar podcasts. Yeah. They're alive. Alive and well. So we say we're, you're listening to one right now, Absolutely. whoever it is, right? Uh, cigar Zoom meetings. Certainly a thing during the COVID thing the past couple of years. Is it over? Very few that I ever get asked to go into anything like that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I joined Ed Sullivan and uh, Jim, Jim Collison. Collison. Oh, you did? On a Sunday. Jim Collison and I have a Zoom every Sunday. But that's just two cigar. of you. Yeah, well, I go. I have I have the link. I can go in. Yeah. And you jumped in? Had a yeah. I jumped in, had a cigar with them. And, and well, shot COVID. the shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> After you infected me, you fucking he, jerk. he couldn't find anything better to do while he had COVID. All right. Um, faces of the... Cigar brand. So remember, it used to be, oh, so-and-so will come to the store and- It would be huge. Right. Anyone. It would it, be huge. It would be. Uh, you got Rocky Patel, still got it. You got George Padron, still got it. He doesn't do them. He no. doesn't do them. Rocky but, Patel barely does them either. That's but when they, when between. they show up, but they don't people do show em. up. Nick, Nick Perdomo, Perdomo. Yeah. when he shows up, people show up. Um. In fact, I would say uh, Perdomo is such a strong brand. You don't even really need Nick Perdomo. You can have the rep stand there, and and you got a pretty decent showing. Yeah, 
I mean, Saka still is a draw. Saka is a draw, but not in sales. He's a draw for the that top three percent <laughs> that have legitimate questions. And listen, yeah. as much of a dick as he is to me, anyways, yeah, he his information is so spot on, and he's so genuine with it. Uh, I actually, I he probably tripled my cigar knowledge in the last three weeks. <laughs> tripled. Yeah, I thought I knew stuff. Right. Yeah, I probably still don't know stuff. He's but a study for sure. Cigar trips, going on trips for cigars, whether it be Florida, Tampa, Miami, Honduras, Nicaragua, Dominican right. Republic, going on cigar trips. I think those are Going alive. to Las Vegas to, to a big smoke, cigar trips. It, it, they're alive, but they've been sick. They had COVID for they a while, COVID. so I think it remains to be seen if they make okay. a full recovery. Because it hasn't made a full recovery. No. You know, I'd say it's dying, but maybe it's dying because it was sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, cigar magazines. Dead. I still read Cigar Journal. Yeah. It's just an unfortunate thing that there's other things. Um, cigar Journal's high. High quality. I still read it every every issue. Every issue. Because yeah. some, there's always something going on. There's some nugget that you can pick up from one of those. I remember interviews. those selling 300 issues of Cigar Aficionado per, and I had one store at the time. Yeah. Now I have three. Nothing. They, they don't. They, they certainly don't sell. It's just a. It's just a great publication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's specific to cigars in any way. Correct. It's print media. Yeah, yeah. Big smoke events, well, that type of big smoke events. Go in there, a whole bunch of people, a thousand people showing up. You get a little booklet. You go around. You go trick-or-treating. Cigar manufacturers there. I remember people taking buses and going to these things to talk and chatter before they were happening. It was unbelievable. I don't see it anymore. No one's not, talking about not it. Not dead yet. Again, they they had some COVID issues. Yeah, but I, I think it's on life support. Like Drew Estate still is a big draw for their, uh, what do they call it? Barn smoker. Barn smokers. Yeah, that's not a big smoke type of thing where no. uh, it's a trick or treat. It's an educational thing. Yeah. It's like the cigar trip. You know, that would right. be to cigar trip. So that's still alive. So that's uh, 15. It's time. For incredible feats of strength, brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision. The strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. All right, the year was 1965, and Angus Barberi, then 27 years old, checked himself into the Merrifield Hospital in Dundee, initially only a short fast was planned due to the doctors believing that short fasts were preferable to long ones. The man did not believe them. He insisted on continuing because he adapted so well and was eager to reach his ideal weight. For 382 days, ending on July 11, 1966, he consumed only vitamins, electrolytes, and an unspecified amount of yeast, which is a source of essential amino acids and zero-calorie beverages such as tea, coffee, sparkling water, and although he occasionally consumed small amounts of milk and or sugar with the beverages during the final weeks of the fast, he quit working at his father's fish and chip shop, which is part of the reason why he had gained so much weight. Uh, His starting weight was recorded at 456 pounds, or 207 kilograms, and he stopped fasting when he reached his goal weight of 180 pounds. He went over a year. 
He had two sons after his uh, weight loss, and he died in 1990 at 52 years old. 52 he lived. Huh. Wonder why he died so young. But 382 days so of fasting. Is, this is your hero, then. Man, I'll tell you, I did a short he, fast. He only lived 20 years later. <laughs> 20 years later, he was dead that, that is, at, at 52. That, right. that is certainly an extreme example. Right. But I thought the fast was going to end with his death. Yes, but he got 20 did. more. Yeah. He got 20 more out of it. His yeah. body was completely in shock. Well, how long do you think he would have lasted at 400 pounds? It'd still be alive. It'd still be alive. <laughs> still be alive. He certainly wouldn't have died at 52. It's too much. Listen, I have an uncle. I told Jonathan the story of him. Yeah. Whatever. I've seen it with my own eyes. But it is what it is. We're talking about is um, not the faster dead or alive, because he's dead. <laughs> is it the, uh, the items in the cigar industry dead or alive? For instance... Bundles. A bundle's alive or are they dead? People buying bundles of cigars as opposed to a box or a single they're, cigar. They're pretty well alive. Absolutely alive. Alive and never better. <laughs> it doesn't matter to the consumer that it comes in a box or doesn't come in a box unless they're buying it for a special occasion, a wedding, mm-hmm. a party or something. Uh, they will take the bundle every time. There we go. The manufacturers should ship us 50% bundles and 50% boxes and save on the boxes and yeah. reduce their price of the cigars. For what I smoke, I'd much rather have bundles available. Box is a pain point. you got to get rid of it. So what if like a box of cigars is 20 cigars or 25 cigars? Instead of 25 cigars in the box, there's 26 in the bundle. 25 in the box. It's up to you. Which one would you it's rather It's going to move the needle, Pete. Pe- oh, everybody's taking that bundle. Everyone's everybody's taking, taking that bundle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's something manufacturers should look at with box shortages and right. all of that. Why not give it a whirl? It is very interesting. If it was $5 less for the bundle, if it was $5 less for the bundle and it was the same count, you'd never sell another box hmm. unless somebody was getting it for a wedding or whatever. You, you need both to have feel strongly about dress. it. Oh, yeah. I watch it. And, you know, there's a group of people, too, that don't want the waste Right? It's yeah. like, I'm just going to take this and throw, throw it, it out, and it goes in a landfill. Okay. At the same time, ultra-premium cigars, dead or alive? Still alive. Still alive. Well, I am shocked coming back from the trade show. We saw a lot of them. A lot. A lot of new ones. So, again, they prepared probably three years in advance of this, right. not realizing so the economy was, was going to boom take. time yeah. when they started the project. Yeah. Um. Because those products need elaborate packaging. Yep. Because that consumer is buying ultra premium because of the whole ultra. I'm going to make an argument against that. You think you could take a bundle cigar, unknown, and sell it for $30 I think, per cigar? I think that after the first purchase and they have the elaborate packaging, now the packaging is a pain point. I, I got... Five whales that would take bundles. I like the idea of there's an extra cigar in the bundle. Yeah. I don't dislike it. It's fine. It's unnecessary. It's certainly a lot cheaper for the manufacturer. Yeah. <laughs> and say, it's up to you. Whatever you want, we have it by the box. You're buying somebody a gift. Of course, you want to give them the box, but it's you for your personal things. You get one for the road. Don't even have to put the extra cigar in, actually. Sell the, the store the bundles. They buy... 20 bundles instead of boxes, and you give them a whole bundle for free so that they can say, 
buy by the bundle and get a, one for the road. It's pretty yeah. good. Huh? That's pretty maybe, good. Maybe you're going to have to test it. Or can you get a manufacturer to do it, or you're going to? Make them not give me the box? Yeah. That's yeah. not a problem. The problem is getting the box. Every single time we get refill bundles of Lagiana, I go through the bundles before the boxes. Every time. <laughs> and we sell a lot of boxes. We sell a lot of boxes. Yeah. Um, big ring gauges. Still alive. Still alive, it, unfortunately. Are, are they, is it growing? No, 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 no. It's not. You can't. There's nothing happening above 60 ring gauge. There's mm. nothing happening. But 60 ring gauge is alive and well. Okay. Lancero. Dead. Dead. We know that. We all agree. Thank God finally it happened. They're it. delicious. They're they, great every once in a while. That's why I'm smoking a Lonsdale. Here we go. Because <laughs> Lancero's right. dead. How about a nub style? Uh, it's a non-event. Dead. They're ill. Yeah? Yeah. They're on death watch. Corona. I've seen a little bit of activity, but it, it's mostly dead. Dead. Mild cigars. Hang on a second. You can't just gloss over it like that. I got to I gotta think for a second because I probably sell 80 boxes of just Lagiana Corona Natural a quarter. Okay. Name another brand that does that. That has 80 boxes selling a quarter of any size. Yeah. There's only a handful. And how's the Bambino compared to the Corona? The Bambino, which is a four by 40. The Bambino maybe? comes alive in the in the wintertime, really, yeah. only. All right. Uh, mild cigars. Alive. Alive. Alive and well. Yeah. Alive and well. Uh, but the days of, it's got to have flavor, man. It's got to be. It's got to be mild to medium. It can't just be mild, mild. Full-bodied. Full-bodied's alive. It's alive. Is it getting stronger? Uh, I think it's flat. Maduro. We had a Maduro show today. That's what we did, Maduro. And we actually had two light Maduro cigars today, but... Maduro, and I know Maduro when it comes to Padron, strong as hell. Padron skews it. Perdomo, cigar of the year with their Maduro, and there wasn't a cigar of the year Maduro before that. So we've had some winners that that have happened, but... um, I think you could make the argument even St. Francis is a Maduro. I mean, it's an Oscuro wrapper. They're not going away. So it's alive. Yeah. How about Cameroon? Depends on what your definition of Cameroon is. <laughs> I saw this great, and I, I, I saw this great article that Edgar Dakamaji gave me, where the argument was about Corojo. So it, it's the same idea as Cameroon. Yeah. And both Christian Aroa and Mike Cusano were quoted in it. And they were on opposite ends of the spectrum. Wow, this is old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian said, it's authentic Corojo or it's not Corojo. And Mike Cusano said, he's full of shit. It's Corojo 98, Corojo 99 are Corojos. They're disease resistant. You get better yield. Of course, that's Corojo. And I think I go along the lines of, although I love authentic Corojo and I like authentic Cameroon, but I also like the Cameroon strains that are coming out of other countries. So I think Cameroon is going to see a resurgence. It was a different, the Dominican 
Corojo uh, because there was Cusano Corojo. Mm. It was it was like Davidoff Maduro, which Davidoff. Let's take the Avo Maduro that we smoked. Sure, it is a mild. It's not what you would think with Nicaraguan Maduro by any means. It's a, almost a different bread. Yeah. The same thing happened with Cusano Corojo. It was a milder version than Camacho Corojo. In the in the in that time, you read that article. Yes. And the, I think the argument, I think Christian was starting to see his market share shift because they were getting deeper into fuller-bodied, fuller-flavored yeah. cigars, but the market hadn't shifted in that direction yet. It was going to, yeah. but it hadn't happened. And Kusano was eating his lunch <laughs> with this milder Corojo. So the instead of being the rising tide to raise all ships, Christian said, it's not authentic. Yeah, yeah. Mine's they, authentic. Yeah, and they started using it. It was original let's call it, because they're both authentically... Yeah. It's not original, yeah. because in order for it to be original, it has to be in Cuba. grown in Cuba, <laughs> in, in, in that in, soil. Right. In El Corojo, Corojo. <laughs> now, nobody's better than Julio Aroa at cultivating that plant, but even in, in the article, they said it took him three years to learn how to manipulate the soil to be like what he was used to having in Cuba. Yes. So... It wasn't until the third growth, which can happen inside of two years anyways, but um, by the third growth, now he had a viable plant. By the time he's on the seventh or eighth, it becomes a Criollo, which is um, native. I I was the guy. I was the guy selling that product a year before anybody else. We were testing that product all kinds of different ways to see how it would work. He ended up growing the tobacco, and he says, I got the tobacco. Now, how does it work with the other products? other ingredients of the product, binders, fillers, all this stuff. And uh, very, very interesting. It took about a year till finally they said, okay, this is we're going, this is what we're going with. And I would have swore it was going to be a box press cigar. I would have bet my life mm. because I went through this whole process yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. The cigar comes out and it comes out round. And I'm like, oh, my God, what was this? Maybe three iterations before here. So Christian, and, and we talked about it on the show a little bit, Christian had said – that there's no such thing as Maduro. Yes. Now, yes and no. There's no such thing as Maduro because there are specific leaves that have the thickness that you can ferment in those polones at a higher temperature for a little longer. But by and large, it's roughly the same amount of time to get to the color that you're looking for to, to achieve this, in quotes, Maduro. In Christian's case with his dad, the higher primings, the Corona leaves that were good for wrapper... They were put aside and reserved, and then periodically they'd come out with a Maduro version in quotes. Yeah. It was the same exact product, just higher primings, and this is the start of the myth that if it's a Maduro, it's stronger. It actually was stronger because it was higher primings. Yes. Right? Um, All right. Cameroon, we said that was- That's, That's coming back. That's going to see a resurgence. Really? I think so. Uh, Candela. Oh, there's only one that sells, and he's not making it. It's dead. So. It's dead. dead. Just say it. Dead. We want them to know that it's dead. If I got 30 boxes of Fumarian tomorrow. 30. What the hell is 30 I could boxes? unload them in a week. What is that? There's, there's three, Name. 400 million cigars. 30 boxes. I could get rid of 30 <laughs> boxes. It's dead. In a week? Yeah, because it's the... You're not selling Padron number four to the tune of 30 boxes in a week. 
but it it last one week and then that's it. You couldn't do it three weeks in a row. Dover. <laughs> Flavored cigars. Huge. Fucking alive huge. and kicking. Despite yeah. laws and all kinds of shit, right? It's Cuban, the biggest it's ever been. Cuban cigars. Dead. Dead. I think it's gonna be dead. It's they're they're doing everything they can to kill it. Yeah. You're making every mistake in the world. I just can't believe they're doing what they're doing. You can't be out of stock on your bestsellers, and that's where they're at right now. All right. I only have two questions left. We're talking dead or alive in the cigar industry. In-store cigar events. Depends on the type of event. If you're talking in-store cigar experience, alive. If you're talking buy three, get one free, dead. It's interesting. It's it's pretty dead. It's getting there. For somebody... To, I'm big, I freaking wrote a book of promotions and events and things like that. It seems like the consumer, maybe because we were, we were stuck in the house for, for two years. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be in the store. They want to grab their stuff and go out. And that's how it's been lately. Yeah. So again, these things go through cycles right now, but and I feel we, like it's dead. We end up dialing for dollars when you got a big name person in and you make a big deal about it. But if we just relied on, say, email marketing of, or yeah, Facebook marketing- you're not putting the numbers up. No. We're hand dialing and texting people to get them in the store. Well, and part of that goes to cigar influencers. It goes up to, um, what do we say, cigar celebrities, you know, the faces of the cigar mm-hmm. brand. There's, is, is there anybody coming to town that you're going to say, oh, I'm not going to go away this weekend? No. Me? There is no, no. There is no real face of Padron. Yeah. It's a cigar. There yeah. is no face anymore. There's no faces in Davidoff. Right. Yeah. Less we less got an anniversary less. party coming up. Who's coming? We have no idea. It doesn't matter. Right. There's no face. Yeah. Yep. Um, and last is outrageous packaging. Outrageous packaging. Seems to be still alive, but it was always a small segment. Yeah. By I, outrageous, I, 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 do you mean... Just elaborate or yeah, no, crazy stuff? Crazy stuff. And and I'm going to say uh, pretty much dead in in respects that, first off, packaging is the toughest thing, as you said, with bundles and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Popularity, of they'll just take the bundles. Packaging is impossible. The trade show we just went to, they people didn't get their cigars in time. They didn't get their packages in time. And, and they yeah. put plenty of time. We had to have one product actually walked in, and it was two years in advance of that product and packaging is a problem packaging and is a problem but with the repackaging of la giana we saw a huge uptick with repackaging is interesting i want to do a whole show on that by the way because there's lots of rebranding going on and i think it's very very important with but some of it is to simplify and make it easier and less yeah. complicated and some of it is to unify as yes. a product offering yeah the um release of Garofalo La Familia, if that packaging didn't look the way it looks, the way it's displayed, it's not attracting attention. So packaging is extremely important for the initial sale. But once you get beyond that... So Jonathan, you're saying the money spent on the bands was worth it? It absolutely was worth it. (laughs) For the the first time out. (laughs) Anyway, well, we'll see how that goes. Um... All right, next week, um, we're going to start smoking cigars backwards and forwards at the same time. 
and see what a difference really happens. So we're doing an experiment on there. Will the cigar, one of them build in strength and the other one get weaker as it goes on? Will the cigar totally unravel and be a mess? Because we're smoking torpedoes, frontwards and backwards. This has never been done before. Try it at home because it's part of the Cigar Authority care package. So normally I'd say don't try it at home, but you can. So that is it. We'll see you Saturday on the Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.